I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. It's actually the sound at the start of the podcast. Isn't it? For some reason, we've been given Georgian wine today. We are going to try this one. If you do want to send me wine in... I think this is half the fun. Let's make this, oh fuck, let's make this a wine podcast as well. So you kind of, we try it as well. This is a kind of parent thing. Oh, this could be. All right, let's try it. This is from Georgia. I don't even know what that tastes like. It doesn't taste like wine. What the fuck is that? I taste like it's been made in a bathtub. Fucking. Should we talk about the nursery we went to? We went to go and visit the nursery this week. Well, That's we have something we did do that week. We went because it's so competitive. We took them along with us to go and register them for a nursery, which they're going to go to in two years. Yeah, it's important. You have to do that. You actually have to do it. And it was, it was actually rather lovely going into a nursery. I don't know if anyone knows this about me, but I'm weirdly good at tropical fish advice. And it's something, I know that sounds slightly odd, but it's something that I've been hiding for a while. Now, when I walked in, I went, oh, I can see the zebra danio, the platy, the guppy, the neon tetra. You're such a loser. My God. She said, I've got a real problem with this fish tank at the moment. And I was like, this is my way into the nursery. So I said, well, I've got a trick up my sleeve. I said, I'm actually very good at tropical fish. And, you know, she was like, really? So she's absolutely delighted because she's got a problem with one of the fish eating the other ones. She was ushering us out of the nursery and you'll basically drop this information on her. And I think you think she was a lot more interested than she was. I'm going to write her a letter with advice on how to deal with her tropical she's fish She's going to think you're fucking nuts. No, right? she's going to be like, what a helpful, lovely gentleman I would love to have. What a pillar of society. We're going to have their children in our school because it's weird over the fish. And it's literally like the nursery that I went to as I grew up. You think nowadays we're like nurseries, we're like, we'll stay at the art, like minority report, you know, like screens that swing and do whatever. Kids basically just come in and fuck everything up. So it's going to look like just basically a worn out, tattered sort of nursery sort of thing, isn't it? But you want it to be a bit like that. All the animals and stuff that they were playing with are all kind of from the 90s. And I liked that there was no plastic crap. No, it was like really like wholesome. <laughs> we went in and they had like a little grocery shop, but they'd actually sent them to Waitrose to go and get the groceries. Did you notice that? Yes. And there was actually, I was like, that onion looks particularly real. It was a real onion. 
But I'm thinking, what are they doing with this stuff afterwards? They're just probably taking them home and eating them. Yeah, it's being cooked up. Basically, it's been thrown around by a toddler for the last two days. Binky always says she has a bit of an awkward situation. She goes to the nursery gates every day and she has to stand there with Holly Willoughby, Fern Cotton, Idris Elba, Jason Donovan, and... It's Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci. <laughs> I can imagine that. That would be a podcast. Hi, I'm Gareth. And I'm Ollie. And we are... The Newly Dads. The Newly Dads. Great. Let's try good. that again. We're the Newly Cancelled. Newly Dads. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Hi, I'm Gareth. And I'm Ollie. And we are the Newly Dads. Dads. And the twins this week are 13, 13 weeks, weeks old. Well, welcome to another episode of Newly Dads. So today, a couple of exciting things. One, I'm starting to get used to this Georgian wine. Me too, it's actually. Yeah. Starting to go down it's easy. quite drinkable. But the most amazing thing is we have our surrogate Bex on with us. Bex, our surrogate, has joined us in the studio for the first time. We've been with Bex for an awfully long time now, and she did the best thing in the entire world for us. But we never really get to have a drink with her. She's no longer pregnant, ladies and gentlemen, which is fantastic news for all of us, because she now can, she can drink. Yeah, she can come and have a glass of George's Finest. She's a lucky, lucky lady. It's very exciting. Twelve um, and a half weeks ago, birthed our twins. Twelve and a half weeks ago, Bex gave birth to our children. You're very welcome. Bex is one of the closest people in our lives now. Absolutely. We've gone through this monumental thing. And we met you about two years ago. Two years, two years. yeah. We went to Jay Shakey for lunch. How were you feeling on their first date? Were you nervous? It was like a first date vibes. That's the way to explain it. Yeah. Totally like first date vibes. I couldn't put it any better. That's exactly how it felt. I remember being on the train and be like... Deep breaths. Nice. But then, and I just thought, are these going to be two arseholes? <laughs> did you actually? Yeah, I imagine oh you did. Because like, I knew I loved you both. I'd seen your story, seen everything that you were going through, and knew I really wanted to help. But then I thought, what if they are what if just arseholes? Yeah. <laughs> and they say, never meet your heroes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they're never wrong. No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it's so nice. Um, so you reached out to us. What made you do that? The best that message was so we bad ever received. That was the best message we ever received. What was quite interesting about that is I think that for whatever reason, we were getting a lot of messages. I think maybe an episode of Beyond or something I like that. I remember you telling me that, how many people had messaged you about the same thing. But it wasn't so much about Sarah, it lots of people were just messaging. And I opened one out of every six or seven messages or whatever like that. And I happened to open yours. And opening that message and that decision to choose that changed our life forever. I remember seeing it and actually it was lovely. It was a really lovely message. I remember watching the episode and you'd had the miscarriage with the previous surrogate. And I remember sitting there thinking, I have offered this to a few people. It's something I've just felt like, I don't know, you know, you just feel that's what I'm meant to do in life, which hence why I've offered it to other people. And I never, I don't think in a million years, I thought that you would actually read it or get it. I think it's one of those things where basically, and having now been on this journey, it has to be with the right person. You have to inviably do this with someone that you can actually gel with and be that person. I think when we met on that first day, I knew then you either clicked yeah. or you were a bunch of arseholes, basically. <laughs> and funny. therefore, when we decided to go forward and we went to the doctors and stuff, it was just, everything's just been very, not easy because it's been a hard journey, yeah. but as if it's meant to be. I couldn't imagine not having you in my life. And my two boys could not imagine, yeah. Oh, my God. Being yeah. in their lives. We're like uncle figures to them, I think. Oh, 100%. They're uncle Ollie and Uncle Gareth. It's a modern family, isn't it? It is. It's, it's so we're a funny. blended family in the most weird way. Weird way. It's, mm -hmm. But it's worked so well. It's one of those weird things, isn't it? It's 
all your family around you and stuff. What did they think when you wanted to do surrogacy? And then, like, did you tell them straight away you were doing it for us? Everyone has supported every step of the way, really. It hasn't fazed anyone about who you are or that you're in the public eye. You're just not that famous, really, are we? Well, you know, <laughs> didn't want to say anything. No, but no, it just, it's never me. been seen as that. And I don't think you two have never been seen as that to me, neither. Yeah, yeah. So when people say, oh, what are they like? I'm like, they're more down-to-earth people you will ever meet. Coming from your side of it, what would be your best piece of advice to anyone who wants to go through this? So if you feel like you want to do surrogacy, you either feel it or you don't. I know that sounds really stupid. And obviously, you have to go through a lot of counselling. And that counselling is very, very important. Yeah. Because then that makes you realise... Are you able to do this or are you not? And I would just say, just just follow your heart. If you feel like this is what you want to do and this is what you can do, that's what you're made to do. Like I loved having my two children, loved it. But to have babies, to make another family is the best experience in the world. Mm. Like I've helped create a family. There is obviously positives and negatives behind people's opinions about surrogacy. Yeah. Because it's not that known as such, it is a known thing, but people don't know the ins and outs and the legalities around the country and stuff like that. And a lot of people think that, for starters, it was your eggs that yes. used and you've given up a child. Now, that's not the case, but that's it's interesting that, that people, people I'm just an oven. I cook, <laughs> the oven. I cook the babies, I give you the babies. I mean, it does sound a bit weird, but yes, it was a bit like that, wasn't it? It was yeah. a donor egg and stuff like that. So when people are like, well, you're giving away your babies. Someone else's egg your guys' sperm, I'm just cooking it. Yeah. Until it's ready, a little bit early, but then it comes <laughs> you're just, out. You're just super sufficient. You're basically like a microwave. Bing! <laughs> I mean, we get a lot of like comments and stuff on Instagram and Twitter. We originally asked you, do you want to be included with this? And you, you actually filmed some Chelsea stuff with us. And you were like, no, actually, you want to be an advocate for surrogacy. Can you remember it at the beginning? I was like, this is what I want to do for you guys. That's it. End of. Yeah. And then... It became more clear that I had messages from people and people are either not very well educated on the surrogate thing or really interested in it. A lot of people going through it. Like you don't realise the massive family, which I class as out there, who were struggling and would love to go down this route. So then I thought, actually, I'd love to be an advocate for surrogacy because it's such a great thing. If that's what you want to do, do it because it helps so many people. Because it's quite a difficult area, isn't it? It's, it's very difficult to find the right information, what you can do, what you can't do. And it's crazy. I remember reaching out to you guys and then once we all got really unwell, we were going to build a bond and a friendship before we even went forward with anything mm. else. It was like Googling it, looking into it. There's nothing out there except the US, which is basically a transaction. And also, you pick someone unaffordable. For you pay someone, that person gives you yeah. the baby out of it. That's not what it's like in the UK at all. But people think that because, like, we get comments, you get oh, comments. Oh, people think that all the time. Like, literally, oh, they've paid for a baby. Hmm. I can't believe you give your child up. It's not my child. I just carried that child for an amazing couple. A child can't live without having a mother bringing them up. No. A child can. All a child needs is love. And them two children are going to have nothing but love from you two and 
all your friends and family. It's unreal how much love them two babies already have. I mean, they are constantly cuddled. They're loved so know, much. Which will come back and bite you on the No, no, it's already biting. It's already started. <laughs> Apollo, will not, Apollo will not go down on his own. This process is also really sensitive for every party involved. So when people come up to us, not come up to us, but message us and say we're human trafficking or stuff like that. It's the most. Well, I'm a prostitute. Or you're, yeah. You're, you're basically renting me out or forcing me to do this thing. It's you literally mind us. blown. I have to approach you. Yeah, we're not, you're, you're, we're not allowed. In the UK, it's against the law for any couple to ask someone to be a surrogate. Yeah. So it has to be the surrogate that goes forward to say, I'd love to do this for you. Let's see if we can create a friendship or whatever. It has to be from the surrogate. One of the current laws is. Like the parental order, isn't it? Like the parental order, I think, is something that upsets people quite a lot because this is quite a funny thing. So Bex on the birth certificate right now is the mother. Which I don't get because not my egg. And if I was married, me and that person would be mother and father. Yeah, and not children. the biological or not any We're of the We're not parents. connected at all. No egg, no sperm. But yet, if I was married, me and that partner would be classed as mum and dad. Yeah. On the birth certificate. The babies would have your last name. Can you remember when we first had them yeah. in hospital? They were classed as baby ward. Yeah, which is your last name. Even in Chelsea and Westminster, they were baby wards. What's a weird situation is actually on their birth certificate, they are lock locks. That, that, that is their name. They are legally lock locks, and yet they were always known as baby ward. Actually, we're now at the time where we can start the parental order, but you wait 12 weeks and then you have to do this thing for eight months. You have to go to the court and it's expensive. It's not going to court. You go to high court. You actually go to the courts of justice. You actually go to the okay. royal yeah, courts of justice. But it's if you want to take them on holiday, you want to get them their shots, their immunizations, anything, you have to ask my permission. Yeah. I'm not their mum. Yeah. You're their dads. It's not my egg. They're not my children. Can you remember on the aeroplane, they had to fly from... Sunderland to London they weren't allowed to do that without my permission yeah. yeah why and also at the same time if we suddenly turned round because it's a two-way street we suddenly oh. turned around and said we didn't want we them. don't want them you you've been left with them and you would have either had to so it works both ways absurd what's interesting so in the first meeting we have to sit there and get to know each other which is really important also, there is a trust barrier, not because legally trust is you're allowed so to keep the children. I can legally, keep them. But also, we are allowed as, to say parents, we don't want we them. We don't want them. So there's got to be a trust in both ways. Everyone will always think that it's just the one-way street that, that you can keep the children. But actually, no, we can give them mm -hmm. back if we I decide mean, even to, to this day, you could go, do you know what? No. Yeah, and I go, but they're not even mine. But I have to take yeah. them. And uh, vice versa, I can go, actually, I want their babies back, even though they're not my egg. They're not my children. They're not my genes or anything. The thing from the very beginning as well that I always find really difficult is, and this is inequality between sexes, not to do with sexuality or anything like this, is an inequality with sexes, is we are, as male gay parents, not allowed to see the egg donor's face at all in Britain. You're not allowed to do that. So if you want to do that, and some people do do that, you go to the US, but it's very expensive. You do it in Cyprus. You do it and in then you places. can see their face. However, may we just add female couples are allowed to see the sperm donor's face. Makes no sense to me whatsoever. And that, that's a gender thing. That's very much an inequality with sex. It's just so archaic, isn't it? And the problem is, it is so confusing. And there's so many, like, bumps and whatever. And luckily, we knew people have been through IVF, and they're the people. It's the community around the people who have actually been through IVF that help each other. Because the system 
is so complicated. So um, in Britain, just quickly, you are agreement. allowed to give up to a maximum of £20,000, which is for expenses. So for maternity clothes, for uh, days off, for if, you, if, if you're struggling, etc. If et cetera, you have to leave work early. Work, yeah. All of that Hospital kind of appointments, anything that you might need. All of that kind of stuff is very much paid for, for a maximum of £20,000. So that is in the UK. America is much more, again, we were saying transactional, that is kind of you pay someone like 200, 250 like grand you and that baby. is it. Yeah. That's it. And that is the big piece here. And like now we're going through this process. So we have to basically present all this information, all the details. We have a social contract between us, which isn't law. It's not, it's not actually a legal contract. It's just basically we sat down and we said, how do we all feel about everything and how it's all going to work out? Because you have to be very transparent altogether. Yeah. So they look at that and then they basically just go through and say, yep, it's okay, change it, sign it all off. And this is such a long process, 12 weeks plus eight months. And then the original birth certificate's nullified and got rid of, and then the birth certificate will then, and then be... And they can actually have their right. birth certificate, what yeah. they should have had in the beginning. Because you're, really? you're on the birth certificate, I'm not at the moment. Because you've got diarrhoea on the day that you had to come into the... Um, oh, you the, were the, No, that was so bad. There wasn't a hole something wasn't coming out of. And I just kept having to run a bath and get in a bath, and Ollie left the room, oh, and I was just sobbing. And I couldn't But Which was really day. hard, like heartache, and because when we got to register them... The surprise that you had for me. Yes. And Gareth really wanted to be there. So I never knew at all, no inkling, nothing, that you were going to name. Cosmo's middle name. Yeah, Bex. Bex, yeah. And I mean, you know I'm not a crier. I'm not that emotional. I'm quite like, can strong. Can you just tell me about this? Because I can't remember. Did you write, you wrote it down? The woman said, can you just write it because I don't want to make any spelling mistakes. And he said, okay, Emily, Bex for the middle names. And I broke down. Did you cry? Oh, very much. So. Oh my god! I was I'm gutted. I was just crying. On the and then, mood. but then I, I felt bad phone. because afterwards you spotted Gareth, and you were like, "She literally broke down." That's not like me. And Gareth couldn't be there because he was stupidly poorly. <laughs> it was not my fault. <laughs> but it was it one was of them things where it was rice. like that should have been a special moment between three of us, even yeah. though it was two of us. So you were there Four in spirit. The laws are going to be changed in the next couple of years in some manner, I'm sure. And they need to because they're very outdated. I personally believe that they will change soon. They haven't been touched in 34 they years. They have to be changed soon. So hopefully, personally, I, I would like Wes Treating to be Prime Minister next. He's a Labour. He's the, he's the Shadow Health Secretary right now. And I think he would do an awful lot because not only is he the Shadow Health Secretary, but he's also a gay man. And he understands, I think, that things need to change in this circle. Surrogacy is not an option for everyone, but it is an option for some people. And it's we were incredibly lucky and special to be guided towards you. And we all wanted to be with each other. And that's something that we could never take for granted because you can't choose your families. And yet we've managed to find you. And now we're a blended family. And that is exceptional and fabulous. And we're so pleased. I think a lot of things have to align. And... It is very difficult to get them to align, but we are incredibly blessed that they did. Good. I love you both. And we love you too. And I would do it over and over again for you both. We are what are you doing next Friday? <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. But for now, let's get into some new deliveries that you have been sending in for us to read. So the first message, hey Gareth and Ollie, when my kids were younger, Peppa Pig, I hate Peppa Pig. Pig. She is a bellend. She is a bellend. Right, okay, sorry. Back to it. Peppa Pig was always on the TV. My youngest daughter in particular was obsessed with all things Peppa. Some of her first words were the names on the show. One time we're in the supermarket when, when she started pointing at a rather chubby woman wearing a big orange dress and said, Mummy pig, mummy pig. <laughs> um, my stomach dropped as I knew what she was getting at. The woman looked at us and I grimaced as my daughter kept shouting, mummy pig, mummy pig, <laughs> at her whilst I tried to get her to shut up. I saw the woman walk over to us and brace myself to get shouted at, but instead she knelt down into my daughter's face and then oinked. Uh, sorry? <laughs> okay. As she got up, she gave me a smile and said, don't worry about it. One of my sons called an old woman in the street, Nanny McPhee, and I'm still trying to live it down. <laughs> if she's listening, thank you, mummy pig. <laughs> For not taking it too seriously. Lots of love, Emma in Norfolk. Emma, I think that's really sweet. To be fair, it could have been a lot worse. Do you know how tall Peppa Pig is? She's a fucking cartoon. No, no. Actually, statistically, how tall is Peppa Pig? I don't know. Seven foot two. If you a Google huge it, bitch. Google it right now, you will find out Peppa Pig is seven foot two. That's and a big also, child. she is a bit of a brat. She's not very nice to people. I don't want my kids watching Peppa Pig. I, I, with you, I think she's an absolute knobhead. Also, she was a knobhead before she was worth two billion. Like, yeah. Sorry, two bill. If she was meat, you wouldn't eat her. You'd be like, no, 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 no. That pig's fucked. Something's not right with it. Straight to the dog food factory. Like the abattoir would be like, have you seen that? <laughs> Keith, have you seen that pig that's coming? No, 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 not for me. No, I'm the not vet, doing the vet it. The vet would come and put her down, wouldn't they? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a horrible thing to say. Bluey, now Bluey is an absolute superstar. Anyone who knows who Bluey is, Bluey's an absolute G. So Bluey is a children's TV program and it teaches good values doesn't have the kid being a brat. I think Peppa Pig's brother basically just kicks off and starts screaming if he doesn't get his own way. It really, really, I think, just teaches kids the wrong sort of thing. Yeah, bellend. Fundamental bellend. I honestly think if you were to like pay Peppa Pig backwards, it would have like a demonic message in it. I think there is some subliminal thing that's hooking kids in. These things, Cocomelon, like they get so excited by it. There is a special place in hell for Cocomelon. Yeah, I don't really understand it. Kids are obsessed with it. But, like obsessed. And it, it makes... 
no fucking sense whatsoever. Have you tried to watch Cocomelon? I have. But it's moronic. I just want them to watch things like All Dogs Go to Heaven and, you know, like the stuff that we grew up on. I genuinely look forward to watching this stuff again. Like, these children who've never seen The Lion King, what a magical thing to watch The Lion King with them for the first time. Mrs. Doubtfire for the first time when they Mrs. get older. Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah. Like, all Home Alone, all of this stuff. But instead, what do you have? You have this colourful repetition of just like Coco and everything. And they watch this wheels on the bus go round and round. We know the wheels on the bus go round and round. Well, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm very passionate about this. I'm sure one day we'll have Sophie Herman on here, but we often talk about nursery rhymes. Oh, they are and fucked they are up really in Germany. Dark. What were we singing the other day? They we were like, oh yeah, what's the one with the tree and the sway in the tree? There's the one with... Um, what uh, we talked about Pauletta, two days ago. Paulina, and she goes and plays with the matches. And she's like, oh no, little Pauletta. She went and played with the matches. She burst into flames and there's her cats crying. She's burning to death. <laughs> if you suck your thumb, the guy comes along and chops your thumb off for the thing. German... Kids' stories are dark. When we have like rock, us we singing like, three blind mice, three blind mice, see how they run, see how they run. I don't know why I'm doing it like a beautiful way. God, I'm such like a beautiful way. It's like chop it off with a carving knife. Suddenly you're literally like, ah, oh, and we're doing it with a carving knife. Like, that is really dark. Well, pest control. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we genuinely sing to children. Rockabye baby on the treetop. Does anyone remember the press of the words? When the that sounded really culty from behind, didn't it? Down will come baby. Down will come baby. Like the baby is falling out of a tree and we're singing it to get our child to sleep. These should have been cancelled years ago. Why was no one seeing that? Like our parents are actively trying to teach us about killing rats or mice. Disabled or, mice at that blind. Ring a ring of roses. That's about the plague. That's what, something you teach children. Yeah. Say bless you so they don't die of the black <laughs> death. Something's really weird with this community. This country's fucked up. We basically, everything, everything stems from something quite dark. It's some man sitting there being like, I'll tell you what, I've come up with a nursery rhyme. It's about three disabled bikes. <laughs> and we're going to chop them up. <laughs> that's we're going to chop them up. That's what it is. And, and then three we'll tell our children bikes. that. And they can sing it before we go to bed. It becomes a worldwide sensation. So number one. Change. I tell you what, go back to all the things we were singing back in the day. And I was like, you know, the other day I was like, oh my God, I love this song by the Spice Girls. I want to make love to your baby. Sorry. Two becomes one means putting a dick in a vag. No? I, because you're literally too big. I was like eight singing, I need some love like I never needed love before. I beg your pardon. At one of my pubs that my father used to have, one of the patrons was Keith Flint from The Prodigy. So I'm like a three, four, five, six. And I've grown up with this guy. Really nice guy. Green hair, whatever. Looks a bit nuts. But he's one of the sweetest, sweetest men. So as like a six-year-old, what was my first album? Fast of the Land. What was one of the songs in that? Smack My Bitch Up. So I'm going to school singing Smack My Bitch Up. Sorry, can we just discuss that Gareth was in the pub the other day and there was a lovely older woman there who called herself the Human Jukebox and she could sing any song whatsoever. She's incredible. I love her. And she's a very nice lady and everyone was going, oh, can you sing um, Land Down Under? And everyone's, oh, she's like, yes, of course. Gareth requested Smack My Bitch Up. I did. Back to my childhood. And may we just add, she did it. Smack My Bitch Up. Smack My Bitch Up. She, she, she was, was the like, Human in Jukebox. another dimension. Play close to tension. It's it brilliant. It's extraordinary. Can I get some more of George's finest, please? 
You can. Hi, Gareth and Ollie. When I was about seven, my godmother came round and made us all breakfast. Not just any breakfast, the worst breakfast possible. Weetabix. I mean, that's not really How making you, breakfast. She'd come round to make a breakfast. That's a, is she, unless she's fucking farming that wheat herself and making it into the little biscuits <laughs> and drying them in the oven. I mean, godmother, come on. She's phoning it in. Sounds like Lib Bentley. Um, after about two minutes, we were all bursting out in tears. It was horrible. Honestly, the worst Weetabix we'd ever eaten. I refused to eat it. My mum was furious. Came in yelling at us, saying our godmother's trying really hard. So we were forced to eat it. After 10 more minutes of crying, my mum tasted it and realised my godmother uses salt. <laughs> <laughs> salt instead of sugar, you guys. Salt instead of sugar. Um, from Jackie in London. Oh my God, that is fucking brilliant. That is amazing. That is brilliant. Also, I mean, she's trying really hard to make Weetabix. She's gone and got a box and poured some milk on and then gone and got salt. We have some godmothers which would probably do this to our kids. I'm allergic to milk, right? And I can't, can't stand this stuff. The idea that people drink milk literally freaks the fuck out of me. It's like, it's from a cow, yeah? This baby cow growth formula. We drink a liquid that comes from a cow. I was at school once and there was this dinner lady. Basically, you go around, you get your tray and then you get your drink, don't you, as a kid? And then you have to finish it all, otherwise you get in loads of trouble. There was no other drink to pick up. I, I think I was a bit of a nervous kid. So I've gone and picked up the milk. So I was like, you've got to pick up a drink. So I've got the milk and then I've sat there and the milk's the only thing I haven't finished. And she was like, you've got to finish that. And she forced me and forced me. I sat there for 45 minutes when my friends were playing outside and through tears, I drank the milk. I went full-on Reagan and projectiled all over Miss Mildenhall, the entire lot of my lunch. Full-on Reagan. Full-on Reagan. That. I literally, I drenched the woman. Thank you so much for your messages and questions and all your naughty behaviours. Make sure if you want to be involved in this podcast, which we would love you to, make sure you email newlydads at jampotproductions.co.uk. Okay, I don't know why we've done this. This could be very exciting. It could be completely ridiculous. But what we've decided to do is get a machine that makes you feel like you are having contractions. Now, obviously, something that Gareth and I will never, ever feel. But Pex Pex. very Pex. much did go through this for us. So we're going to see the pain of what contractions are like or similar. Now, Bex is trying it on right now so that she can try and approve that this is sort of what contractions are like. So uh, let's... Have a quick look. Bex is going to try this first, Ooh. and then myself and Gareth oh my God. are going to go through. Wait, wait, what level are you on? What level are you on now? What level is that? Oh, that's rubbish. Two? Go on. Cool. Oh. Okay, so level oh two is oh, fine, there. is it? Okay, I worry. Does this feel like contractions? Right, so this one right now feels like in the morning when I was like, oh, Braxton Hicks. So this does actually work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, okay. But this is... Someone was saying to me they only managed to get to level four it, and it was painful <gasps> as a man. It is like in the hospital. How are you not grimacing? Feeling like... The fact is, women have periods every month and period pain comes with that situation. So these guys have okay. ridden the dragon what, what, for a what while. Level, what level are you on now? Ten. You're I on ten? I'm You're on ten. ten. <laughs> <laughs> right. Am I going to shit myself? Like, you might a little bit. <laughs> We're on level two. Keep Go going. to ten, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Go up, up, So up, just, up. no, 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 no. You have to, you have to take it for yeah, a second. Okay, this is what okay, Bex's Is this what contractions feel like? What are we on? What, what are you on? We're on quite a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> 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 Keep going, fuck! Keep going, what is it? What is it? What is it? What are we on? 
Did you know it? <laughs> this is how your children came into the world. This is amazing game. We're on level 10. God, I've gone to the wait, very top. I, oh no, I'm getting used to well, that. So this <laughs> is what happened just Why before you your children came into the world. <laughs> 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 Honestly, this is your jizz face, by the way. This is your jizz face. No, 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 he's allowed to do this. This is fine. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, God, it's going again. <laughs> I don't know how to turn it off. Turn it off. Thank you very much for that no, lovely no, episode. Uh, no, excuse no, me. No, mister. There's one more person that needs to try them. To Get and your top up. My willy's right. in disarray. Okay, yeah. Don't worry about right, that. Level one. You're not going to worry about level that soon. Two. All right, okay. okay all right, all right. Okay, that's We're a lot. Level two. Level okay. three. That fe- mm, that's not very nice. That's not very nice. Okay, that feels like... Mm, okay. four, no, five, no, 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 no. This feels like... Like... Ooh. No, Gareth, come on. Ooh. At least Ooh. ten. Why is it like pulsing? Six. Oh my god. Seven. Oh. Eight, Ooh. nine, ten. Oh, hold it, hold it, hold it. Oh, 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 oh. oh, I can feel it in my toes. Oh, no, no, no. Done, done, done. Is that what it felt like? That is exactly how it felt like. Fuck it. That's so weird. Honestly, I felt all right there because I was like, I can turn this machine off. You have no choice in that situation no. but to go through it. And then they tried to open the gas and air to help me because I was in a little bit of pain, as you have felt. As you could see. The gas and air didn't work. The second gas and air wouldn't open. The third <laughs> gas and air. We haven't got time for this. She needs to go for an emergency C-section. Brilliant. I'll just get you 10 centimetres of no pain relief at all. I mean, you are. You're a welcome. Again, thank you for not only being friend, family, everything, giving birth to our babies, being the best human to us that anyone's ever been. We love you very much. We love your family and we love you being a part of our lives. Thank you for having me on the podcast. You're both very welcome and I love you both we so love you much. Too, so that was a fabulous episode of Newly Dads. Make sure if you've got any messages, any emails, any questions for us, email us on newlydads at jampotproductions.co.uk. And uh, if you're a wine supplier, this Georgian shit is not very good. So make sure you send more if you can. Love you lots. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Newly Dads with Ollie and Gareth Loplock. The producer is Ben Johns. The assistant producer is Maya Adelia. Videography by Jamie Gilbert. Video editing by Jake G. The executive producers are Jemima Rathbone and Jamie Lang. And Newly Dads is a jam pop production. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.